welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. An exciting week as we are joined by the boss man himself, Tom Ori. Hello. Hey. That was my fake excitement. That that was that was you mustering. That was as loud as I get. Okay. Uh, and then, in contrast to him, we have Colin. Hello. How is everyone? That's toned down. Tom, I'm delighted to hear your enthusiasm to talk mm. about computer games. Yeah, computer and video games. No, that's no, a different that's publication. Different, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not us. Uh, so first this week we are going to do the news canon, although it's quite empty again this week. However, the news in it is is large news. Large balls of news. Yeah, it's the big load. So <laughs> I just like seeing what I can say each week to make you laugh. <laughs> Right. Um, so we're going to start with the Switch, mm. the Nintendo Switch, which was announced uh, a couple of days. Well, yeah, like Thursday, shown That's Thursday, Thursday yeah. on, re- on very Red late, Dead Day. very late Wednesday yeah. night. Mm. They yeah. showed the, it was the image of Mario looking through the curtain. Kind of stole Red Dead's thunder, actually. It did mm. a little bit, didn't it? Yeah. But uh, so we'll talk about that. Uh, so we've all seen it, obviously the trailer. Uh, I in fact did a live reaction to it with Simon Miller, which mm-hmm. is on our channel now, if you want to check that out. Um, so what do we think? I mean, Tom has written a piece saying that he doesn't really have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, so just skip me. Oh, right. Um, no, no we're not I doing do, that. I do... Well, it's not like... Yeah, okay. I don't have an opinion like everyone else has an opinion because like, I've seen lots of Nintendo are going to... This is the comeback console and Nintendo are doomed. Like you, They've got everything is out there depending on what viewpoint you want to read. Um, but it's just too early. Like, there's nothing. There's so little to go on at the moment, other than it is a handheld that you can plug into a TV. It does remind me a lot of the Vita. I know you couldn't plug that into a TV, but you kind of could with the what was the PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation TV, TV thing. And it it just feels like it's a tr- it's similar offering in that like everyone thought Vita was like we're going to get PS3 level visuals on a handheld. It's going to be amazing. We're going to go and play Call of Duty on the bus. And then we played it and we got a load of not great third Call party games. Call of Duty Declassified. Yeah. And <laughs> on FIFA the on the bus. And the FIFA on Vita was okay for one year. And then they didn't change it for the next numerous years mm. they released it. And that is my concern about Switch is that at the moment they've got a big list of publishers that are all saying, yes, we're going to make stuff for it. But the Wii U had EA coming out talking about games that mm-hmm. never actually happened and Support was quickly dropped for that. I think, I mean, it's it will struggle to do as badly as the Wii U has. I think it looks more appealing as a device, but it's just too early to say, like, we haven't seen any proper games running on it yet. We don't know how powerful it is and how much it costs. It just, there's so much left to see. That but speculating is fun, Tom. I speculate that it will do okay. Grace. <laughs> There's a Jamie Redknapp opinion mm. for you, if ever there was one. It's like, it looks, it does look a lot nicer than the Wii U d- does. Like, the Wii U has a, a definite kiddie look to it that this doesn't. One thing I thought was interesting is they didn't have, they had fuck all kids in that trailer. I think that's, no it's weird, yeah. it's weird, because from my point of view, I have a child who is three, and I'm thinking, right, because I never really cared about kids' games, like, you never don't think about kids' games when you're not a kid, do you? It's just like this Skylanders exists, that's fine. But then when you think about what games kids can actually play, looking at, like, PS4, there isn't much. Like, you, if you want a kid who's, like, not a teenager, but an actual kid to play stuff, like, when they're four or five, whatever, six, seven, eight, then there's not much. Like, they're not. you don't want them to play Call of Duty, you don't want them to play anything that's violent, really. Nintendo is, and has been for a long time, the best option there. So I think they obviously... Like, for me, the Switch would be probably the console that I buy him when he's maybe a year or two older. So, if, to me, it seems odd that they haven't kind of pushed the we're for families mm. rather than we're for cool people. It is more, as you say, Alice, it's kind of the, the cool, sexy, young professionals going out into rooftop beer gardens is and there like a lot playing of things. Nostalgia as well. So it was all like Zelda and Mario mm. and... and you know, Mario Kart and stuff, rather Splatoon. than Splatoon, I guess. It's not really nostalgia. But I, also, by the way... The heady days of 2015. <laughs> what a time it was. I don't buy that you're fucking filling out a stadium to watch people play Splatoon. No. By the I, way, which was the final scene in the trailer. I did love the enthusiasm there. Um, 
Well, we do know some things about it. We know that uh, they confirmed to Igan that the dock is like the main console bit is the screen. Yes. Mm. The dock is just how you, you sync it to your TV. Have, For all intents and purposes, it is a handheld yeah. that you can, mm. if you want, output to the yeah. telly. Yeah, there's apparently other things they haven't said yet and stuff is going to be revealed. It's not the whole picture yet. That's what I've read. But um, yeah. we shall see. I mean, I don't know what else they could reveal, really. Like, how do you feel about it, Colin? Fine. Like, I mean, it's... I, uh, all right, okay, yeah, the, the Nintendo fans and all that getting very excited about it, but it's just, it seems like the old song and dance to me of, yes, we have publishers coming on board, and I just, I, I don't know, I foresee that in 12 or 18 months, it will be the same thing that we had with the Wii U. Mm. Where, like, even when the Wii U launched, you had Ubisoft making dedicated games for this, with like, Zombie U... And I think they did some, they did some like kind of kickboxing fitness thing or something. No, that was for the Connect. Mm. They did some other Ubisoft do a lot of it, a launch games. They're a launch game specialist. Yeah, usually not great, but Zombie U was a decent. Effort, it was no, it? it was it was a decent game, and the Wii U had some decent games. But I I think the Switch will be of a similar, uh, it will, it'll be a similar situation where the Nintendo games will be great on it, mm. but no, you're not. Like, you need Call of Duty on your console, you need FIFA on your console, and you need them to be comparable to the other places that people can play. Yeah, I think the thing they need to kind of get across is what kind of versions we're going to get of those games, because presumably they're going to want to pick up a few of the PS4, Xbox One audience to, to come across and start buying those games for that system. But I think one area that Switch has a big advantage over Wii U is that I assume, anyway, that Nintendo will focus entirely on this console, mm-hmm. um, maybe in a couple of years at least, when 3DS is winding down. So everything will be coming out for this. So all their teams will be making games for Switch rather than spreading it across 3DS and Wii U. So you should get a good lineup every year. Yep. Quite a lot of release, more than you had on the Wii U anyway. The Wii U had some very good games, but if you take the handheld output and put that onto the Switch as well, you're going to have a better output from even if third parties drop away nintendo will be producing a lot of software for the switch and that is appealing i think a key point for me is the price like if it's going to be relatively underpowered compared to what's out there already like in march uh, when it releases ps4 with a game probably be about 250 quid um so if, it, if this can come out at sort of like 200 pounds i think that is a good price point I don't think it will be two hundred. I don't think it will be either because, no. as you say, like this is, it it looks like this is the Nintendo machine going forward. Mm. Do you know there like there isn't a home console and a handheld. This is your Nintendo. So like, I, I and like what what like the three DS was what was it one? It kind of settled at one eighty, I think, when mm. it was out. The Wii U was what two fifty or three. We use been expensive since launch hasn't it it's never really gone cheap so like what well, i don't know what what the middle ground is there but they do need to at least match whatever the playstation 4 and xbox one are yeah. when it comes out it's, or undercut them this the problem they're going to have from my point of view is that they're going to be trying to compete against two systems that would have been out for three and a half years massive mm-hmm. library of games graphically those games look better possibly even like they're cheaper consoles so their, their selling point is we are Nintendo and you can take this out of the house with you. I don't know how much of that is a thing that people will actually do. Like this, I, this is my other I, thing. I, 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 handhelds for me, I rarely play them outside of the house. What? What? <clears throat> like, is, some, is someone really... Like, do you remember that cool dude playing Skyrim on the plane? Is someone actually going to do that? Don't know. I, I, one of the things I do mainly with my... Uh, 3ds is play mm. it on transport, but your, tr- yeah. your transport. 3ds is like it does. The 3ds does and feel and more portable, yeah, because that's a bit like this looks fucking huge. I saw it and I was like, that screen's gonna get stra- scratched to fuck unless yeah. I buy the uh, accessory <laughs> pack with the cover on it, like and and with uh, the larger screen and and in it, I don't know. I'm again, we don't know an awful lot about like, say, battery life and stuff like that. Mm. But at the same yeah. time, 
like if this thing like the 3DS on average it kind of lasts between three and five and a half hours like if this thing is I don't know like again it's kind of pushing out more bigger screen you would imagine it's using more battery then it's mm. going to be a better bat- battery as well at the same time I don't know but like is is three hours enough for your switch before you have to go home and dock it again if you're on a long haul flight like that Skyrim bastard was mm. I don't know I well, I do think it's interesting though, and I think it is a like, it is a bold move, but I think it could be a good one because I sort of feel that the Nintendo have always been really good at handheld stuff and at portable stuff. Like if you look at the original Game Boy and and the 3DS and stuff, they mm. were huge for mm-hmm. uh, for Nintendo. So I think it could be good. Um, yeah. I could sense that there are a lot of moving parts on it. Mm. Like those, I, I, those Joy Cons, if they're called, that clip on, they look. They're going to get lost. Surely they're going to get lost. And probably get lost. Yeah. yeah. But they look, so yeah. I don't know. They they, they look very unwieldy. Unless it's like they do look Terminator small. Two, where mm. they just it all comes together, like they just find each other again. You're probably too young to have seen Terminator Two, both of you. No, I've seen Terminator no, Two. When, like, when he gets blown to pieces, films, all the metal films comes still together exist after they've come but out. No, everyone looked at me like, "What are you talking about, Terminator 2? Maybe it just What's wasn't that, a Maybe it just wasn't a well, good joke. Well, listeners, it wasn't a joke. It was a thing about maybe these Joy-Cons can find each other somehow. You just press a button not. and it kind of magnetically... Yes. They'll attach. <laughs> Sorry, <can we> <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly that's, like that. Okay. <laughs> I do... There is a... I wonder whether they will have a kind of different pricing model for the game. So, for example, if they're going to continue there doing... There are cartridges. Yeah. So, if they're going to do... So, games like, like Zelda, obviously... Um, big AAA kind of Nintendo game. But if they're going to be doing normal kind of handheld type games as well at the same time, if they're going to have maybe a a, a cheaper range, so for example, a 3DS type game mm-hmm. would still release for the Switch, but comes in at maybe £30. And then you've got like the bigger stuff that is more console-like is sort of £45, £50 kind of thing. So there's a, a range of, or if it's all going to be kind of high-end development for like as it is a console but they could easily like split so the handheld divisions at the moment still put out handheld like games at a cheaper price see i i I would be hoping for console (laughs) level quality Mm. yeah again that's that's the well it's it's messaging is definitely better from three and a half minutes you know they they Mm. convey what what it is much better than the way you ever did yeah because people from the get-go were going okay can i use is can i play my wii games i can use the wii modes but it's yeah. What's, what's going on whereas this is it's a new console they've dropped the Wii name that's fine it's like every, this is new yeah. but at the same time it's I don't know there is that sort of like yeah, it's a hybrid but yeah is it a, is it a like, I, I don't know like you say about saying 3DS kind of looking games well, on more, this more on like because traditionally I guess a handheld game is simpler in a, in a way mm. than a console game so whether or not they're going to have that kind of split in terms of the output, so you might get a sort of, for example, Link's Awake. Is it what was the one on 3DS? The good Zelda one that was all 2D and Link, then 3D. Oh, oh, Link, Link, Link between worlds. Oh, Link, Link between yeah, worlds. Yeah. That kind of so that obviously then that released it's about thirty quid or so. That kind of game, not a, a very good game, but it was designed for a. It was a good a game. Handheld. I said it was a good game. It was a great game. I said it was a very good game. Um, had another point, but I've completely forgotten it. Thinking <laughs> about Zelda, um, oh, so one of the things we obviously have got no idea about yet is sort of the online functionality, like service. I can that hazard it can a guess provide. what it would be like. But I mean, ideally, my like dream scenario, they go right. We've got like Nintendo World or whatever, and here you can just buy any old Nintendo game. They're all there. SNES, NES. N64. I'd say they will do that. Well, They're basically virtual console. It's the kind again. of thing, yeah, but not like trickled out over a period of 10 years. But well, it's the... like a library of software that you can just access. Because that is Nintendo and nostalgia, is like some of the big things it's got going for it. Yeah. If this device let me choose any game from the SNES library, brilliant. Like, mm. I'd probably pay a subscription to get access to you that. You pay a subscription, but would you pay what they charge now, which is extortionate like a fiver or a tenner or something like that for a game i think i mean that hopefully they sort old. out their um their kind of account system so if i buy something 
I keep it on my account and it switches across different consoles. Their online it switches, Tom. Mm. Very good. <laughs> because at the moment, like on 3DS and on possibly even Wii U, you buy something, but then you move to a different console or get a new Wii U because yours broke or something. You're s- screwed. Yeah, it holds on the console rather yeah. than your, your account. But I think there's a lot. They could do so much stuff by using their back catalogue, which I expect they won't do as well as they could. But... I think it's an opportunity for them. Well, there we go. So I guess we're hopeful, but not necessarily convinced yet. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a really good trailer. Yeah. For what it's worth. Uh, but yeah, I, I think we need to see more. Yeah. Although that's probably not until next year, according to what they've said. No, it seems like madness. Like everyone's <laughs> going to be buying a, a PS4 and Xbox One this Christmas. Yeah, but I think it's, it's a different... <coughs> like I, I don't think they're going after the the bot like the console kind of mm, box market. I still, it still yeah. feels like it's after christmas when you've just bought your new console and a load of games then to expect people to then yeah. buy a new one in march feels like i know like nintendo fans are going to get one it will sell out at launch but it feels like they if they if they teased a bit more you might think actually maybe i don't need that ps4 pro i'll save that and buy a switch in march well, mm. we'll see. I had that. I had someone say there's a new uh, link. No, Breath of the Wild trailer today. Yeah. So like, maybe that'll be exciting. Maybe it's probably some Wii U footage, isn't it? <laughs> uh, we did get another trailer on Thursday, very close to one another as mm. well. Inconveniently close, I would say. Mm, very much so. Uh, which was the Red Dead Redemption Two mm. uh, trailer, which is what it's called, which I love because there are immediately a lot of people going. It's the third game. Um, Which is amazing. Uh, What did you guys think? Very short trailer. It was shorter than I thought it was going to be. I don't know why. I don't know why we expected a long trailer, really, because they're going to drag this out for as long as they can. The the twelve twelve months, which is a little bit annoying. I guess in my mind, I was used to when they kind of did all like the PR and hype building for Red Dead um, Redemption. They released a load of videos that were, at the time, it wasn't the normal thing to do, where they basically explained the entire game to you in videos, like all the mechanics, everything, quite in-depth videos. And that is how I remember videos of Red Dead. They're like these in-depth kind of looks at the game that kind of did our job for us, essentially. Um, so I was expecting a bit more like in-depth look at it, essentially. And it was like the briefest of trailers. It did look very nice. It did look very nice and it showed some lovely kind of scenery. Really, really. lovely kind of, yeah, environment. Yeah. Like uh, the campfire at night and stuff. That Beautiful. was very nice. Yeah, yeah. Like it was genuinely kind of astounding, uh, some of it. But it just kind of, there wasn't enough, really. Like there was no, like there was a, a voiceover from a character. Some people have said that it was Dutch from the first game potentially um, and but like yeah we, we still we still don't know anything about it we don't really know if it's a prequel we don't know where it's set if you play as John Marston if you play as his son if you mm. whatever no, no one knows anything it's, it's still kind of we're still kind of speculating on it but it was it was a nice 60 seconds yeah I was uh, I was quite impressed with those I watched, it, yeah. I watched it in a car on the way to Diggerland yeah. Oh, you yeah. did, didn't you, Tom? Yeah. Was it Diggerland this weekend? Yeah. I was using all your patron money to fund my expensive 999 <laughs> ticket to Diggerland. That's not true. That's a joke. Is that a tenner for an adult? Ten, ten pounds a person, that was. Regardless of age. In a deal, person. so yeah. Oh, I see. Family ticket. Ten, it was 30 pounds all in, which is, for my money, good value. Uh, was it, did you, you felt you got the value out of Diggerland? Mm. It was a very good day. Was I'd it? recommend it to anybody with kids or without kids. What is it just, yeah, just digger? Like, I mean, does exactly what it says in the tin? There's lots of diggers. There's Good. some dump trucks. There's a digger that, there's a massive digger that people sit in the bucket bit at the front and oh. it raises you up in the end, spins around at 100 miles an hour. I didn't go on that. Right. <laughs> Too exciting. It was, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like the hell machine in my mind. <laughs> it looked, it looked horrendously dangerous. It probably wasn't. Sounds very family-friendly. Um, you can, kids. like, drive JCBs around, um, tire lifters, dig massive holes, oh. uh, like, off-road uh, 4x4s and stuff. If you haven't got a small child... Is this child, actually for kids, or is it... It's, it's kids, like, 
kids that are like kids of all ages <laughs> kids yeah. kids love diggers so mm. basically all of them seem to love diggers and any kind of work machinery of any kind mm. so they can go on lots of them with an adult so like me and my son went on some diggers and we dug holes and things um he was obviously a bit erratic with his uh controls mm-hmm. so there were a few moments where i thought we were going to topple over in the digger <laughs> we didn't thankfully but yeah it, if and this is quite off topic from uh, red dead it's too. fine it's, it's a fine. lovely transition yep. but yep. i would recommend it a lot it's a very for like a, a different theme park experience it's uh it's good fun is like, it constituted as, as a, te- a theme park i would say well, it i is. mean it's, it's definitely themed right yeah yeah <laughs> there are rides like you, you just are in control of a lot of them so but there's no like digger roller coaster there or... is well, no but there is like the one that spins around that is essentially a ride so you one... sit you sit in the bucket of it and it, yeah it just spins your it own spins around it's very high. This digger is massive. Like I didn't expect a digger that big. It's like huge. Probably bucket, not a genuine digger. Like, bucket, this is, it is. It is, is, it is it's a proper digger. digger yeah, hmm. they're all proper machines. Um, there's one that there's like a crane that lifts you way into the sky and stuff. <laughs> my little brother, because I'm from a terrifyingly rural area. Mm. My little brother had a mate who had a tractor. Yeah, and he. Uh, went to you know like the sort of year 11 GCSE like leave us dinner prom mm. thing mm. and people get like limousines and horse and cart and shit my little brother and his mate went in the bucket of a, oh, a tractor mm. <laughs> I remember on my, la- my last day of secondary school yeah it was, it was about five or six lads came in in tractors mm. and they were sent home which was a bit Ooh. harsh mm. exactly they were only having the bands and the lulls yeah. but uh, there was one time alright I had for I think I was quite young I was p- I was behind the wheel of a tractor in a field and uh, I drove the tractor into... It was like, it, it was basically a, a pump field. So I drove the tractor into the pump and I flooded the field. Oh, uh, yeah. It, 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 it was very rock and roll. That farmer went out of business. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, tractors, great crack. Mm-hmm. The video go. gamer seal of approval. <laughs> it's not tractor land, it is digger land. Is there a tractor land? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Were tractors encompassed as part of Diggerland? Because they seem... Um, Maybe we should was, stop talking about Diggerland. There, were, there were things that looked a bit like tractors, but no, no 100% tractors. Cannot are, confirm nor deny. No, there are mostly digger and digger variants. Okay. Mm. <laughs> uh, so let's so move the Red on. Dead trailer was fine. Yeah, yeah. Mm. all right. Cowboys and that. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so we can talk now about games that we have been playing Mine is a game that I have not technically been playing this week, but I have not been allowed to talk about until now, which is Watch Dogs 2, mm. which I played at a preview thing uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, and I found it to be good. Wow. Um, I'm amazed. I know. Because the first one wasn't good. No, but it's very different to the first one. Do tell. Well, I, we've got a lot of coverage on the websites. So there are, I think, three different written pieces now mm-hmm. and a video review chat, which I did with your good self. Don't tell him, Alice. I'm trying to play Dom. <laughs> but well, well, you can ask me questions if it, you like. What do you want to know, guys, about Watch Dogs 2? Oh, I, is, I, it, is it properly funny or is it funny for a video game? I thought it was... Well, that's a different question to ask. I did laugh a lot. Mm. I thought it's definitely funny for a video game, I think. Um... Whether it's properly funny, I think we'll, you'll pe- different people will get different yeah. mileage, obviously. But I laughed a lot. I think, that, I I think that's my, the more surprising thing you said to me. Because yeah. the first one is so poor-faced. This one is just the opposite of that. Like, it's just, uh, like yeah, so you're, you're a hacker and you have these kind of nerdy hacker friends. Yeah, they're all giant nerds. They live, this is the thing. It's so, but are like, you laughing at them? Like, are you meant to be laughing? I think or? I meant to be laughing, yeah. That was the thing. I was like, I hope I am meant to be finding this funny. And I think <laughs> you are. Okay. I'm reasonably this, sure. It that has this kind of tone, like humorous tone, and like characters are amusing and everything. But then you also go around killing people and blowing them up with grenades. We don't have to. But that is part of it. That is it. But, but I don't think that's... I mean, I think you kind of have to have that in because mm. people will want to do that kind of thing. But I... I don't think that... I think the game sets you up and kind of wants you to do the hacking stuff yeah. rather than gunning people down. Mm. But you, you know. are an armed group, essentially, still. You're not like a... It's not like, it's not like a... Um, 
like in Mr. Robot, for example, they're not. They are just hackers. Yeah, but you do. You have like you have a three D printer that prints guns, but you mm. kind of have to buy them and everything. And Sounds that's like Gears of War. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I guess it's it's sort. It's all. It's got a kind of GTA Five flavor to it. It's quite satirical. Mm. Um, but it's I like. Yeah, there is that kind of disconnect between like it's, people have pointed out like the main character Marcus was like unfairly profiled in the system as a criminal and stuff. Mm. Uh, and one of the things you can do with your hacking is to unfairly profile innocent civilians <laughs> as criminals and then get them arrested. <laughs> so. Ah. so can uh, you can you yeah like in, in terms is is the hacking overall is kind of just better in this more yeah. f- more fun you can do. You can like, do more mad shit with it. I think it does feel like the game I kind of expected to get the first time, I yeah. guess. The Ubisoft uh, kind of way. Give you yeah. one, give you, the first one is like, all right, it's a yeah. proof of concept. And then the second one's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So I, I very much enjoyed it. And I think the trailers don't really reflect the kind of experience I had when I was playing. Yeah, because again, the tra- the, I don't know, the trailers kind of paint this picture of quite a serious tone and... Yeah, badass and like... Exactly, yeah, yeah. Guns and motorbikes and stuff. And there is that, like, there are motorbikes, you can steal sports cars and you can do all that, but they're kind of like, at the heart of it, the group of people that you're hanging out with are just like nerds. They're just kind of cool nerds at like, like 80s movies and board games and like computers and stuff. Have you read um, Ready Player One? Uh, no, because it sounds and it's not the same idea at all. But it has a very like that is very much a group of nerds who are very much into eighties culture and that kind of thing. Maybe it sounds like they've possibly taken some influence from that. Is it? Um, obviously, like GTA Five had like the three characters. Is this just all one? It's main? all one guy, but you hang out with these this bunch of people. And yeah. the, I think one of the reasons I immediately liked it more is because they're much more engaging. Mm to to be with and to play as than fucking Aiden Pierce mm. who was just a fucking a dude in a hat like just he had a cool a coat guy. though didn't he it was a good coat yeah but it wasn't that cool like mm. uh, and these people are all they're all really different but they're all kind of they all have an actual reason to be mad at the man mm. capital T capital M whereas yeah. Aiden Pierce was just like I'm angry because my but the thing about Aiden Pierce is like, his like, was it his nephew Got killed. Got killed. Because he was robbing a bank. And like, his, whatever it was, sister or something, she didn't give a shit. She was there trying to tell Aiden, calm down, I'm over it. It's fine. My child, he, he wasn't a great child anyway, so it's fine. But Aiden was like, no, it's not good enough. It was, like, I don't know. But it was, it was, it was basically his fault. Like, yeah. kind of, in a, in a roundabout way. Like, not completely, but... He was trying to rob a bank mm-hmm. just because cause he was a criminal, basically. Like, so, so the the what's his name? Marcus Holloway is it? Yeah. What is the, what is the actual premise? There well, basically the the dead sack in this is just they they're all like young people who feel disenfranchised by the way things are run now. So Marcus Holloway was um, profiled unfairly as a criminal. Uh, and had like an 89% chance of being a dangerous offender kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and like one of the other guys, Josh, um, is, I believe, uh, he's on the autistic spectrum. And he's described as uh, neuro atypical. And so he was profiled uh. for that and wouldn't get employed anywhere. Uh, and like um, Sitara, is, she's an artist who's worked like in LA and stuff. And she just got really angry at the gentrification of... of poor urban areas because like rich people thought they were cool and stuff mm. okay so yeah, that of, sounds interesting yeah so they all kind of have their own valid their, reasons they're their kind of yeah like socially grounded reasons for being pissed off and so they are technically doing illegal things but sort of just to piss people off rather mm. than to like steal money and shit mm. is it linked to the first game like, kind of a bit like not it's sort of Tangentially, like mm. the the start of the game, because you start in the middle of things. Like the, this group are basically getting Marcus to prove that he's like a shit hot hacker. Mm. Um, and there's a, a kind of like the start of the division. There's a v- video this, at the start. It's like the events in Chicago started a yeah. chain, and like now there's CTOS point two, and like uh, 
saying how like everything pretty much is is profiled and all your data is stored and everything is linked together and all this kind of shit. Mm. Um, so it's sort of linked in as much as it is called Watch Dogs 2, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it, uh, if it wasn't called that, I'd be like, Ubisoft have ripped off their own IP. Mm. <laughs> but like, because it's so different. But yeah, so but you are actually looking forward to yeah. I'm really interested. In it. I mean, the like I didn't play loads of it. I think contextually speaking, it's going to be a much bigger game in terms of actual content than what I played. I, I did about three hours, I think. Mm. Um, so I can't say that the full game is going to stay as yeah. engaging and interesting. I guess it's hard to tell like how much of it's going to be filled with not interesting yeah, side exactly. missions yeah. and like fetch quests and but all that kind of the stuff. S- the stuff that I saw was kind of interesting and fun mm. and and sort of brightly coloured and like, yeah, fuck you. It almost, do you know what? It almost sounds like, like when you're describing it, I'm kind of picturing, no, maybe this is a step too far. I know what you're going to say. There are no dildos. No giant dildos. Well, no, I, was, I, I <laughs> wasn't even going that far. Okay, maybe back a little bit. But can a sunset overdrive I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, maybe like it's I'm weird because that it's, tone off, it's yeah. got kind of little flavors of maybe Sunset Overdrive and maybe um, uh, GCA and maybe uh, Saints Row and stuff. But it's it's kind of it's not gone all the way okay. with any of them, almost. Yeah. Um, but it's got little kind of yeah little hints maybe hmm. from what I play. It's 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 I'm interested in it. I'm for sure very interested. Um, yeah. Did so you think it seemed pretty much done for what you played? Like Ubisoft games have had a history of being a little bit delayed. It did seem pretty much done. Mm. Uh, the version we played was uh, from a few weeks ago. Mm. Um, but the producer guy, whose name I cannot remember now, ah, was there and he, he said, like, we're, we're pretty much done. Yeah. Um, there were some little things, like there were some pop-in textures when I was driving. Uh, really fast in like the countryside. I know it's mm-hmm. quite a bit popping stuff like that, but nothing terrifyingly bad. Yeah, we're not talking Assassin's Creed. We're uh, not talking Unity. Unity no, no. <laughs> it it looked pretty stable. Mm. There was there were a couple of maybe popping bits, a couple of rough textures here and there, but overall it does look nice. Cool. Yeah. Anything else, fellas? Or should we move on? We shall move on. So, uh, Colin, you've been playing Batman, is that right? The yes. Collection. I've played, uh, I've played a bit of Batman Arkham Asylum and Batman Arkham City. Um, it's, do you know, so for the most part with remasters and whatnot, if the ga- if the base game is good, if the game was good when it came out, mm. it's probably going to be good now because mm. it's the same game. But you... Like you have a game from 2009 and a game from 2011, I think, was Arkham City. And they look like games from those eras. They do not look like games. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't look like a collection in 2016. It doesn't look like games that, kind of on, that are on par with, I don't know, your Uncharted, your Gears of War, whatever. Mm. Or even or, or, or an Arkham Knight. And it's... I don't know what, they, what they've do. Actually, one thing they've done is they've almost kind of turned up the contrast and brightened the whole uh, the whole game, which takes the murkiness off of Batman. Because Batman, Batman is a very gritty character, and you know, obviously in the shadows and just yeah, such a the, a, the Dark Knight, I believe they call him Tom. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. That is the name. Um, <laughs> but. It, it's just I don't know. It's too yeah. It's just kind of too bright, and it kind of takes away that kind of almost mysteriousness. It looks from what I've seen a lot cleaner. But then, like yep. you say, like there's a shot when you um, look across at the asylum, mm-hmm. I think. And it, in the original, it was kind of like a bit green and murky. Yeah. And in this version, like there's the better textures and everything. It looks cleaner, but it doesn't quite have the same sense of like that place is a bit weird it's it's all yeah it's almost <laughs> the the little upgrades here and there have almost kind of taken away from it mm. you know um but at the same time uh we talk about upgrades not everything has been upgraded like in terms of frame rate 
it's fuck me is a choppy at times. Mm. Really? Yeah, yeah. It really like it really does get. I think it goes very, all very over choppy. the place. I've seen it kind of thirty or bit below, up to sixty at times. It fluctuates a lot. Xbox One, I think, is even Ooh. worse. So, mm. so it doesn't feel like it's had a lot of love necessarily. No, no. yeah. But you know, like. Arkham City, I think, is a very good game. And I think Arkham Asylum is a fucking phenomenal game. Like, if you, if you haven't played these games before, or if you have and you want to revisit, I don't think it's, you know, it's, it's fine. It's, uh, but, it, it, yeah, there are those kind of technical hitches kind of along the way. Um, and also, I, I, I don't know, it's... When, when something is a collection, I feel that it should be a collection. You know, mm. I, I don't know why Arkham Origins isn't included mm. in this, yeah. regardless of... I mean, public opinion wasn't it wasn't damning on Arkham Origins. It was just kind of people deemed it to be all right. People deemed it as the lesser of yeah. the Arkham games, do you know? I think, yeah, it would have been nice to have them all there. I, haven't, I only briefly played Origins, so I didn't. that's the one I would have been more interested in having a look yeah. at properly. Um, I guess it was just an issue of time, like, and money. Like, they have, as much as it's not the best upgrade ever, they have done a bit, a fair bit of work on textures and models and stuff. They're not, mm-hmm. it's not leaps and bounds above the original. But if you compare them directly, you can tell where they've put the work in. But I guess doing all that for another game would have pushed it back into next year at some point and cost a hell of a lot more to develop. So I guess it was just, they thought most people would only want the, the rock steady ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the frame rate does sound like the most disappointing part to it. Yeah, yeah, very, very much so. Well, I often find with the remasters, you kind of lose some atmosphere, maybe because they they make it so crisp mm. compared to the original. Obviously, it was like, like Silent. Do you remember the Silent Hill mm. uh, remake? Like Silent Hill, basically, like you couldn't see three feet in front of you because mm. of the fog. But that was because they were trying to hide shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but again, it, it worked. Uh, but then when you kind of bring that into more modern day, I, I, yeah, it just, mm. it, I, I don't know, you can't pass it off as well, I don't think. Like I, I always think of um, Journey on the PlayStation when the first one was very kind of misty and ethereal yeah. and dreamlike and there was sand everywhere and then the, the remaster made it all HD, but it, was like too crisp and it was to, you didn't get that kind of sense of movement um so i think the remaster kind of not ruined it but was not as good as the original mm. in, that, in that one uh tom yes i have here that you've been playing battlefield i have battlefield only, one only the campaign i haven't well the multiplayer i I only played the the beta or whatever it was called but yeah the campaign is very good i would say yeah it's uh the last Battlefield game that had anything like a good campaign was probably Bad Company 2 because um, it had a sense of like people doing things together and it wasn't just... <laughs> people doing things together. And it had yeah. a sense of... Like, there was character in it. Like Battlefield 3 and 4 and... I, haven't, I didn't play Hardline. Battlefield 4 had Omar <coughs> from The Warrior in it though. It was just so... It, it just felt like it was very glossy and high budget but it didn't have anything to it. There was... You're just going through, I'm going to kill these people. There's some people that I'm going to kill them. Mm-hmm. There was nothing, there was, in, in terms of attachment to anybody in it, there was none. And I didn't, like, it, it was just, it felt dull. And even though it looked nice, it, the graphics, once you've played through a little bit, you get used to that and it's just a fairly boring game. Whereas this, because they've, what they've done is they've split the campaign into five sort of mini campaigns, essentially each one focusing on a different part of the war. Um, so, for example, the, you get a, like a prologue at the beginning that kind of is meant to show how like how many lives were lost, essentially. Yeah, Dave was you, on about you, that before. You kind of jump. When you die, you jump to another soldier, mm-hmm. and it happens so quickly that it's kind of like, well, a lot yeah, of people died. Yeah, so many died. lives were lost. So, yeah. like, like, lives were just being lost all over the place all the time and like people probably just expected to die essentially um they do that pretty well like it's it's a video game it's not going to get across the full horror of war but considering what they've got to play with they've done a pretty good job then you get these campaigns 
that so the first one focusing on a, a tank driver and it's i mean lots of people saying they're very short for me it took probably 90 minutes or so the first campaign and it's a because it's focusing on one person and a few other people around him you get a much greater sense of what it was like well what that character felt like mm. in the time that none of these people wanted to be there like this guy was a chauffeur and now he's a tank driver you get this glimpse of like his previous life and then him having to fight through um a war zone in the tank outside the tank trying to fix the tank all the time because it's constantly breaking down and um like because yeah, i i i played <coughs> a decent chunk of that one yeah and i, I thought it handled i know yeah I, I, as you can say i thought the characterization was quite good mm. and it, it it handled the gravitas of the situation yeah. pretty well and that's be similar throughout the one of the things i like about it is that it doesn't feel as enclosed as some shooters are. It's, it's, I don't think it's quite the same level. Like Bad Company, you had quite open areas to roam around. This is not quite, I don't, in terms of my memory, it doesn't feel quite as open. But you do have bigger play areas to kind of fight in, essentially. It's a little bit like um, Medal of Honor Airborne the one where you used to parachute in at the beginning of the levels, mm. in that there were kind of fairly big areas to fight in. Um, and it's like, the five campaigns you could probably like Dave told me that he did it in like four hours or something maybe a bit longer for me it took quite a bit longer than that I'm not as good as shooting people as Dave is so wow. um, it's uh, I'd say it, the if you're like someone that just plays games but you're not like well into playing online and stuff you probably get a good six hours or so out of it mm. but it is a good six hours it's not filler because because you're you've got these separate campaigns you're not trying to pad out the campaign of one character over four or five hours they've built like an hour to 90 minutes for each one and that's good it's a good campaign that is condensed into an hour essentially an hour and a half um and each one focuses on different areas you get like the tank there's one who's a, a pilot um there is i'm trying to think of the other ones um like a gunner on like a um I can't remember the word, but Jeep? no, it's like a. I <laughs> know oh, they wouldn't really. There's, a, there's one like the the, <laughs> oh, the final one is based around Lance from Arabia. Um, <laughs> it's it's just a, there's a good selection of different campaigns, and because they've just made each one quite small, you don't get any of like the the bits that feel like you're just plodding through to pad out the game mm. into five or six hours or seven hours. Like obviously, it would have been nice if it had been eight hours long, but I think what they've done is a very good experience for the four or five, six hours. That, a that good it is. six hours is better than an okay I think eight. It's, I think yeah, it's, I would agree. it's one of the better shooters I've played single player in quite a while. So um, I think I'd, I'd rather, I'm glad they did it this way. It does make me think, I wish they could do this for Star Wars because I think they could do a similar thing. There's, there's characters that have their own stories to tell in the Star Wars universe. And I, who knows, maybe they are going to do that for the next uh, Battlefront. Mm. Is it so? Obviously, get video games and especially games like you know shooters mm. are kind of about like empowerment and a kind of power fantasy thing. Yeah, is it like does it handle it like that, or is it more kind of like this was a bit shit actually? Like you do get a big a, a greater sense of. I mean, obviously, you are playing a game where you kill people <laughs> with virtual guns. And yeah, like it's still like. It is a violent game where you kill people. That's still there, but you, they do try and ground it a bit more in that it is not something these people want to be doing. And it, there are there are the majority of this experience is horrific. It's obviously still tailored towards being entertaining rather than harrowing, even though mm. it has bad moments. Um, but oh, it's, it's just interesting because it, we talked a little bit before about how. World War One is kind of viewed differently in the in the kind of public consciousness because mm. it was just like there was it was just pointless. Mm. Uh, so I just wondered if they'd sort of taken that into account. I guess it's, well, I guess you get the sense of particularly in the the opening bit that a lot of these people would they were fighting, but it they didn't do any. They just literally turned up and got gunned down. Because um, so many people were just fighting, it was it was it almost seemed like 
you just ran forward, got taken out, and there was mm. ways and ways and ways of people behind you. But it's not. It's it's still a game. It's still they've still made entertainment out of it. I've seen people. Um, I think was it last night? Maybe Peter Moore retweeted or tweeted something about a onesie they'd done for Battlefield One. Oh yeah, that One. you could hold Doritos there lot, in. There was a lot of people moaning about that, about how like it. I guess because it doesn't show respect towards well, the, the onesie war, is disrespectful. But, but they have made a game about it that everyone's going to run around it's, calling each other yeah, names I online. Mean, exactly. It feels like you can't it's have the game product. and also be critical of the promotion stuff they've tied to it yeah. because it's. Like you are going to be calling each other wankers or whatever online, or worse, or Tom, worse. I've heard worse. Um, and it's like you're going to have a good time shooting the enemy, probably. Mm. Bollocks so, is one of them. Yeah, mm. that, I've, I've heard definitely heard bollocks mm. before. Um, so yeah, I think it's a, is entertainment, and I think you either have an issue with it as a whole, yeah, yeah, or. I don't think you can pick and choose to have an issue with a onesie. I like the game, but no, the onesie is disrespectful. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's, uh, on that note, on that somber note, let's move on to uh, some questions. <laughs> so every week uh, before we record the podcast, on a Tuesday, we do tweet out from our Twitter account at videogamer.com saying we are doing the podcasts today. So shoot us some questions if you're interested in having any answered. Uh, so uh, at the friendly broski uh, says Comic-Con is coming up soon, which it is. London Comic-Con is very soon. Uh, do you guys have any favourite events that uh, we cover? I don't know. Favourite events? That we cover? Like, yeah. That we cover? Yeah, I guess. Like, Not just favourite events. You can say favourite events. I can't say the plowing championships are... The what? The plowing... <laughs> 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 national plowing. Are you, un- are you familiar with the national plowing championships? No. <laughs> you should take your son to this time. <laughs> well, be you should say, funny enough, I did go to the... Uh, <laughs> I, I think keep it was finding the, things out about you that sort of clash with it, with the image. It, it does. It is an odd. <laughs> like an odd you've got a there, fucking right? like you've got a piercing through your, like uh, your like, eyebrow and shit, and then you're like, yeah, piercing. I was a postman <laughs> for eight years. Plowing championships. My family have got a well. Like, the, the plowing championships. I've never actually been to them, but they generate so much money. Like just hundreds of thousands of people go to this thing, mm. where people plow fields. Yeah, and then those fields are judged. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> well, who ploughed that field the best? Mm. And, then, and you will have people from like Fianna Fáil or Sinn Féin trying to canvas as well, and that's basically it. How? What's Am I just cr- mentioning words now? That are what's t- the cri- No, I know those words. <laughs> okay. What's the criteria for? Oh, judging. I See, like, is it like depth of? Maybe. Like, See, I, I'm useless because whilst I grew up in a, in a very rural area, I I'm not from a farming background. So, like, my farming background is, as I mentioned, like, half an hour ago, I drove a tractor mm. <laughs> into a pump. Like, that's kind of it, really. What was the original question? Do we have Best any favourite events that we Following on from that, I went to the Eden Bridge Agricultural Show. Oh. That was very entertaining. Lots of that. If you are into tractors in particular, that is a good one. You get to see all the tractors. The, like, is the vintage stuff? Vintage. They did a vintage show. They had nice. all the I'm, new I'm ones a fan there. of a, a vintage parade. Yeah, all, all the vintage tractors yeah. paraded around. Then at the end, um, a stuntman on an ATV <laughs> jumped over about three tractors. Jesus. Mm. Oh, fucking hell. I was quite worried. Like, <laughs> yeah. It felt unscripted. Like It was very much like someone just put a tractor in there and they were going to jump over it. I felt worried, but they did it. It was fine. Was it, it was part of the show? Was I don't know, before? but it felt, was it just some it random felt like they bike. said... You bring this tractor over. We're going to jump over it, oh. and they just did. Okay, yeah. oh, there you go. But gaming uh, wise, gaming events. <laughs> gaming wise, I used to like Gamescom, but it's become less and less useful as a like for media to attend because it's so close to E three, and like in terms of like announcements, there's just don't really we do much now, and it's so busy like. I get really excited by these events like as a consumer still like yeah. as a gamer I get mm. excited by E3 in terms of this job it's quite hard because everything's happening at once mm. and like if you're at E3 you kind of know less about what's going on at E3 than someone who is not at E3 mm. and stuff E3 has become I mean it's always been this to a degree but the conferences beforehand and then once they're done that's it really yep. like there's, yep. there's little like it used to be like there were rumors there's going to be another announcement like 
following days and there used to be stuff trickling trickle down but now it's so focused on the two or three days prior to the actual event starting that by the time they're done you're kind of like well nothing really to see at the show now mm-hmm. because i've seen it all in the in the conferences mm. but i still like i'm excited by seeing mm. the, the new trainers yeah and shit like that like, e3 like, is still if you're into games the like the major highlight it of the is year. The, the champions league final yeah. of video games basically yeah or the last game of the season where you have to win to get into the champions league for the finish, fourth place finish fourth that kind yeah. of or below arsenal yeah yeah this year i remember like because we obviously we cover e3 and to do that we watch the conferences live and then I got all my sleeping patterns kind of out of sync. So I was, <laughs> it was sort of like being at E3 without actually being at E3. Yeah. And then Tom came in one day and I was asleep <laughs> in my chair, <laughs> my desk. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Sean Cleaver, friend of video gamer, Sean Cleaver. Cleaver uh, what's your go-to karaoke slash rock band slash guitar hero song? I believe you recently leapt on stave, stage with Sean Cleaver, didn't I you, recently leapt on stage with Sean Cleaver uh, whilst I believe he was singing the Cranberry Zombie. Uh, I think I heard it and just, just, fucking, yeah, just <laughs> jumped up on stage and demanded a microphone. Um, I, see, I, do you know what? I'm not a big karaoke guy. Um, that surprises me. I, it does, actually. <laughs> I have a video on my phone right now of you singing Enrique Iglesias songs at Dave. That's fine. I I do it in the confines of my own home. But I... Well, karaoke is a very... um, Do you know what? Well, you you can speak from experience. I'm talking to genuine English people here. This is exciting. Uh, Karaoke (laughs) is quite loved by English people. I hate it. I hate it, yeah. Really? Because I I can't sing. Okay. Or I'd like, I'd, so I just have a crippling thing about it. And then like, if you're at an, a karaoke thing, everyone's like, yeah, do a song. And then you look like a dick. Because I just really you, don't want to. Yeah. I just really don't want to. That's I why I refuse to do anything ever. It. So that people just expect me not to do things. If you always refuse to do stuff, then you're just like, it's fine. Don't do it. <laughs> right. So I just never, I've never done karaoke. I never will. Never in your entire life? No. I, don't, I think you're hiding something, Tom. No, not like just entirely. I'm really not. <laughs> really not hiding. I, I, think, I think you have a, a phenomenal voice in mm. there somewhere. I possibly had my life gone differently when I was a child, and I'd gone down the acting route. Right. Um, Is there a thespian in there? I was. I like. I we had a little chat on Twitter about acting. Didn't yes. We? I was the lead in the year four play. Oh I, yeah. I played Saint George. Impressive. I played a dragon. Very impressive. Mm. <laughs> I yeah I was a munchkin yeah it's good I think I was a lawyer munchkin possibly I remember saying but we've got to verify it legally oh so this was one of those school plays if she kind of Pixar school plays where they try and throw a few gags with the adults spiritually physical undeniably and reliably dead about the witch see so you can remember that because it's quite recent for you for me (laughs) I was was 10 I'm talking about like 28 years ago Mm. It's a long time. It is a long time. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, at Jack McManus 88, how come a hangover always forces you to wake up and suffer instead of being able to sleep until it's gone? I don't know. Karma. How it's come a hangover forces you to wake up? You always wake up after boozing rather than just being able to sleep through it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know, Jack. I can't answer that for you, I'm afraid. But, because I, I generally, I'll wake up and I'll be fine. And I kind of you know, go for a shower and, I, yeah, I'm doing all right. And then about an hour and a half later, it'll hit me. And I realize, no, no, Tom, I'm, I'm not fine. Mm. Things aren't okay. <laughs> no. And I really want to lie down. Uh, at Mick underscore boss, uh, chances of Bully 2, is it's time passed? The original barely got out of the time because of the school setting. What would happen these days? I don't remember it barely getting out, if I'm honest. But maybe that's uh, well. It, it, there was the idea of yeah. it be, like it wasn't called bully here. It was Kenneth Canham Edit. It was, they, yeah. They, I suppose, yeah. They just couldn't call it bully. Uh, the idea, I don't know. Mm. In this day and age, I wonder would a game about school bullying? It's weird. Come out games where you shoot people. Are fun. Oh, that's I, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And it's I, I. I don't know. I think they could. I think you, they could still get away with it. They'd have. It'd have to be. 
I don't know what they would do with it to make it different to the original. Like they have to change the the premise somewhat, I guess. But I think they could still do it. They might have to be a little bit sensitive about things. But I mean, Rockstar always tend to push things more than others. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they made Manhunt. I mean, it's not a, a pleasant game. But I I do think how when, when was Bully? It was uh, well. PS2. It was yeah, it was PS2, wasn't it? So you're and talking maybe near towards the end of PS2. I'm not sure when that was, but oh, yeah, t- uh, 10, 15 years ago, ish, give or take. I I I think uh, there'd definitely be interest in it, and um, but yeah, that that would be my one, my uh, my one thought that I I don't know. I think there would be iffiness about the whole school bullying kind of aspect even though and i get what you're saying i mean fucking there's go- games about war and people shooting each other in the maybe head. they'd change it and it'd be bullying in other other kind of situations workplace bullying not a bad oh. show uh tom well like you are shows. with me not like this no <laughs> Slightly this different. isn't bullying <laughs> he's me to be all the time column terrible i see it i see it Anna. yeah thank mm. you thank you Bring up if HR. we had if mm. we had an hr department i would <laughs> Uh, I don't think they will do a, a bully too. That I think it's been too long ago to do like a sequel, and it's not been long enough to do a reboot yet. I don't know. I it's just I. It's I'd like Rockstar to do something like completely new. It would Red be good, wouldn't it? I mean, <laughs> but like Red Dead's a sequel. Well, so, well yeah. But like something. Oh, you brand want some new s- table like, tennis? No, we've had table tennis. Oh yeah, that's right. Shit. It's just, but I don't know. Like they. They're so well. I say slow, but I guess they just make sure stuff <laughs> is good. But they don't. They don't release Hurry tons of up. stuff, do they? Like you, because they all their games are such like big events. You want more of them, I guess. But mm-hmm. just have to wait and see. Mm. Uh, John Hunt at Supreme JJ sixty nine. God bless you for listening, John. But that's a terrible app. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Good question though. Do you think Titanfall two will be overshadowed by Battlefield one and Call of Duty? It's weird. They're all coming out. Very close together. No idea why EA is releasing mm. two shooters. It's either confidence or stupidity. I think the latter. Because yeah. <laughs> I guess from their point of view, they've got two big shooters coming out. And I guess they think with those two, they can fight off COD. Yeah. But you can't help but think probably Titanfall is going to suffer because... Do you really need three shooters? Like, no. No, I don't think so. And I mean, Call of Duty is Call of Duty. That just goes without saying. Battlefield, I think at this stage, whilst isn't hitting Call of Duty numbers, is still a recognisable name. Mm. Whereas this is just, I don't know, yeah, this is Titanfall 2. And regardless of its quality, which we're led to believe is quite high, Mm. it's just, I don't know. It's... like, even if you're looking for that futuristic aspect, I mean, Call of Duty, yeah. it's infinite warfare. There is mm. no number. There's loads, so much, so much warfare, it's infinite. And yeah. It's in space and shit. So it's, it's, it's all futuristic and all <laughs> so robots. So much warfare. Uh, this is quite a good one. Uh, from Callum Agnew, friend of video gamer, Callum Agnew. Uh, game charging to use VR in stores. Are we angry? Is it disgusting? Do we miss arcades? This is going to be our last question. Uh, so did you guys see this? Like, yes. Was it like, is it five pounds for... Five pounds for 10 minutes, 10 pounds oh. for 20 mm. and 15 pounds for half an hour I don't, I mean, to use, uh, the, yeah, the I VR. guess they can do what they want and you pay for, pay for it if you want it, like anything, like you don't have to do it. But you remember but the like, days, Tom, it should of, be, of I walking mean, into a shop and being able yeah, to sample. I don't, I'd, I'd like to know what, for example, Sony think of this, if it's a Sony approved, because they also want people to buy VR and if you have to pay to demo it, maybe not so. Maybe not as easy to sell that thing. But mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm not against it as a like if they can do what they want. They, like I there. sort of think that. I think they can do what they want. I also think it's quite stupid of them to do it. Mm. Yeah. Because the way they've handled it has mm. made them look kind of bad. Yeah, it's, um, it's a tricky thing. I mean, VR generally is is a hard thing to sell because you, you need do to try need it. to try it. But then if yeah, if they had like a free come in and try it there'd probably be like a queue out the door potentially of people just waiting to try the thing and how many of those people are actually gonna then buy it afterwards i don't know like ideally in an ideal world you would just be able to walk in and test one out for free but yeah. if you don't want to pay five pounds don't 
I, 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 they're not making anyone no. pay, but I think it like that it's just it's kind of made them look a bit daft. Mm. I think as a store, they're kind of having an identity crisis at the moment, anyway. Yeah. So. I, I I don't know. I I think it's a bit shitty. Like I I remember the first time I played the PlayStation Three, it was a motor storm kiosk mm. uh, inside an extra vision tom yeah uh, you'll be familiar with that shop i've heard of it and uh yeah w- i walked in and was able to, to give that a bash and it was because I, I think i want to say it was the first time i'd seen hd as well mm. so it was just my mind was blown by this yeah. it was fucking incredible and then yeah that led to me getting a playstation mm. whereas if i'm i don't know if if, if i'm a 12 year old child in 2016 and I want a PlayStation VR, but I have to pay to try it. Yeah, I, that I don't know. That puts me off a little bit. I I oh. think it would they would have done much better if they'd done like take a ticket kind of number system because yeah. then you would have mm. had people hanging around in your shop as well, which makes them more likely to buy something. Mm. Plus, they wouldn't have had all this bad publicity about it. Yeah, demo demo kiosks are good. I remember the Dreamcast had a they had a kiosk in. I remember it was like Virgin Cinemas or something, which don't exist anymore, I don't think. But that was the first time I saw a Dreamcast in the UK and they had Sega Rally on it. And I mean, I was going to buy it anyway, but yeah. it was cool to have it there in the cinema. And it was free. Didn't have to pay any money mm. at all. I know someone who uh, works in a game store and they they have demo kiosks for like, uh, you know, the PS4 and stuff. Mm. But he's like, we had to turn off one of the controllers because otherwise you just had teenagers playing fifa for hours yeah 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 yeah. Uh, yeah and i i get i actually i have yeah buddy of mine again works in a, a GameStop, and he ha he has seen that where a parent will come in with their child and just kind of say yeah you head over there I'll, I'll be back in a minute and fuck off for an hour and just let the child just play a game or whatever you know it's like reading magazines in smith's yeah <laughs> no one reads magazines anymore but that's what we used to do i didn't do that i used to work in a, a game station before it became game mm. it was a weird time that because my like the man who later became my husband worked in the game store which closed down well and i worked in in the game station which later became when game. two worlds collide mm. no that that's that's how i like i i knew him but then like we like got together because i was out uh, in in town the same night he was out getting drunk because he just lost his job. <laughs> what a beautiful love story. Uh, and I guess on that wonderful romantic note, <laughs> we will uh, leave it for today. If you are a patron, you will get this podcast not only early, but uh, extra 20 minutes mm. coming up right now. Is it um, about 20, 15, 20? I guess, yeah. It depends how long um, we actually waffle on for. And I think we're going to try and talk about the TV we've been watching this Maybe. week. Big Bang Theory. Includes the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Uh, and the hot topic. In other news, oh, okay. we should mention that if you do like this podcast and would like more podcasts... I was going to do that. Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying it because like... It comes from the top now, doesn't it? Like they're more interested. They're like, "Wow, Tom's speaking. Let's listen." <laughs> so, um, we there's have... a man that commands my attention. <laughs> exactly. We have an extra podcast. I think we've even called it the Extra Podcast. I believe Patreon so. Extra yeah. Podcast, Which yeah. is exclusively for patrons that um, sort of pay ten dollars a month mm. or more, and you get an extra podcast every two weeks. It's been fucking cracking so and it far is as well, be- I have Because to say. it's like not the usual formula. We can do whatever we want. So, so far, Alice, <laughs> you've done... I So far, I've done... Uh, I quiz? sorted a quiz. I'm sorry if you heard that. There appears to be someone jumping up and down uh, in the ceiling above us. Uh, so, so far, we've done a quiz uh, where I decided which of the new boys of uh, Colin and Sam was the best mm. boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last week we read out some explicit fan fiction. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened to that I one yet, Tom? I keep meaning to, but I haven't Don't, don't, don't it bother. Don't it's, bother. Fine. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I, I'm fine. I'm out of my probation period, so he can't, <laughs> he can't fire me for reading pornography. <laughs> so yeah, that is the extra podcast. If you, if you do like this podcast, it is a, another lot of us talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It hasn't been me so far. It may never be me. Who knows? I may appear on one. People may cry over you, Maybe. Tom. Maybe. Um, 
And if you yeah, go to patreon.com forward slash video gamer and you can see all the details there. Yeah. Obviously, $10 also gets you other things as well. Got such extra, as videos extra videos and live streams. Possibly not live streams. Unless you want to pay $15, <laughs> which is also very good value. Thank you for that PSA, Tom. Mm. Uh, so, uh, videogamer.com is the website. YouTube.com forward slash videogamertv is our YouTube channel. We are on Twitter at videogamer.com. Uh, I am also on Twitter. I'm at Baby Got Bell. We've got Colm Ahern in the in the corner there. At Colm underscore Ahern. Which is spelled C-O-L-M. I feel we should state it's that. It's C-O-L-M-A-H-E-R-N. It's a lovely name. Thanks. Uh, your, your name is also lovely, Alice. <laughs> it's, uh, my name used to be Scoble Reese. What's it? I what? got married, what? yeah. What used to be? My, I used to be Alice Scoble hyphen Reese before I got married. That sounds a lot posher. It's one of, yeah, it it's, yeah, my parents weren't married when they had all their children, so they just smashed all the names together. <laughs> I also have two middle names. Mm. Uh, and then we've got Tom Ori as well. <laughs> lovely yeah. name as well, Tom. Yeah, thanks. It's at Luigi Tomo. Would you Twitter. like to spell it? No. <laughs> Quite simple. I should have been Chipperfield, Tom Chipperfield. That's pretty good. Yeah. Me and my big brother look back at our um, family history, and we saw that we could have been a Lasalle, like the like the French, <laughs> like Alice Lasalle. <laughs> I would have loved that. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Sorry, we went off on so many strange tangents this week, but maybe that's what you enjoy. Uh, so we will see you very soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Not saying goodbye, Tom. Bye. 